Hello family, friends, fans and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to the Practical Heroes flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, having completed their trial and made their way to Zola's cottage, the party met with the Council of Bemenemhat to reveal their decision as to who would wield the spell of sealing and binding, and how they planned to manipulate the focus to prevent it from taking a life, in theory. In doing so, they were rewarded with the spell itself, and with something they likely weren't quite expecting. A visit from six of the seven divine themselves, found, unsealed, and recruited by Merry and Ethan working with Gunnark and Bazdor while Mura, Semerel, Spanner, and Thorgol had been training. With everyone gathered together, it was revealed that Simshadow the Wise might have some information which could help Spanner in her quest to manipulate the focus needed for the Rite of Sealing and Binding, as well as revealing some new information. There was a possible suitable focus in the form of a crystal ball, hidden in Shade's Peak which also happened to contain the location of the last two immortals, one for the Seven Divine, and one for the Seven Darkest. And where we'd left off, much to Semorel's dismay, the party had declined a teleporting journey straight to Shade's Peak in favour of visiting Simshadow first, in the hopes that Spanner could get a bit more of a leg up on her manipulation of the spell and hopefully get it one step closer to completion for the inevitable fight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> cool, yeah, the mimic. Not. Roll initiative. <laughs> um, I'll knock it with my axe. <laughs> <laughs> Use your head, Tuminok. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a short while after you knock the door, opens with a slight and you see Simshador the long flowing beard and robes ah welcome please come in Zola sent word and gestures for you all to enter shuts the door behind you I am told, Spanner. Waits for Spanner's like, hold on, finishing note. Mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm. hi, I'm back with the world. <laughs> yes. oh, Heard we my are name, here. back with world. <laughs> we are here now. Yes, this is good. I am told that you seek my insights to the focus, yes. Yes, uh, if you do not, do you have a clear table? Uh, or or space yes. and floor. Clicks and a table kind of like starts bouncing out of another room, kind of animate objects very much oh. noticeably, kind of walks itself into this larger entryway and sets itself down and the minute it does all the movement ceases. <laughs> okay, then she'll uh, Big enough. Yes, that would be very good. She sets down her book and starts uh, taking out papers. There's pages that are like 
folded several times, so when she unfolds them, it's a much bigger piece of paper. There's little bots <laughs> climbing out of her bag with like more notes and like pinning pinning things down in the right place on this bigger piece of paper. So there's like smaller pieces so that if something needs to be adjusted, she can just you know take that piece of like post-it notes, but with bots holding it down instead mm -hmm. of glue. Um, but that sort of, and they all know exactly where they need to go. They kind of remember. Of course. So it's this big elaborate um. blueprint with all <laughs> kinds of arcane stuff and lines and notations. So you could see I have a good start. It is not finished. Of course, you could see that. Um, some of my concerns are uh, the best materials. Uh, obviously, some quality review of my plans would be very nice in the advice on how to store the energies that we are trying to draw from each other to put in here would be good. Thoughts, feelings, not feelings. Feelings do not belong in science, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, as the corners are like starting to roll up and then presumably some little like bakugan bots roll out and mm -hmm. <laughs> legs come out and stick the corners down mm -hmm. um <laughs> and oh mira would also just recognize every bot that she's got is some piece of junk from her house like little bits and bobs <laughs> like all of her That's stuff perfect <laughs> i love when mira it mira comes home there's gonna be so much space. <laughs> I know. Oh, this is what my floor looked like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and there's a, there's a pause as they <laughs> kind of pour over the papers and musings in front of them. You see them nodding as they're looking along them. Yes, well, uh, as I had suggested to Zola, many of the original uh, musings on an arcane focus seemed to hold well. Uh, a crystal ball reinforced by a dwarven band containing both of those magics, yes, but I do believe they overlooked a much misunderstood and misrepresented school of magic. I think I know where you are going with this, and I agree, because it is the offset, yes, of what we are doing. Almost. The... what I believe... kept... failing them... was what most people believe just... the inborn power of a dragon, for example. Whilst, yes, there are... glands which help one to breathe flame, they are still... magical and many dragon do have magic. Yes? This is not simply just the way a dragon is. There is dragon magic. Are you familiar with 
artifacts, weapons that have been steeped in a dragon's hoard or forged in dragon's breath. I, I have read some, and yes, part of uh, research on other projects have brought that up, yes. It is my belief the easiest way to implement this final missing school of magic into this cornucopia of magics would be to retrieve that powerful object from Shade's Peak and bring it to me or perhaps another dragon and have them breathe on it, imbue it with the power of a dragon's breath to reinforce the ball before anything else is even begun to be added to it. A strong foundation, a strong base, yes, I'm sure, and kind of points to Thorgol and Semerel. The two of you probably would agree with a similar principle in a fight, for example. You cannot win a fight if your base is not strong. Your feet must be... Obviously, you must be able to move, but you must be able to be rooted. It would not be easy to win a fight if your enemy could simply push you over. Yes? Indeed, there are, there are of course, many key aspects to it's swinging a sword. It is not as simple as just swinging a sword. And he sort of smiles at his own little joke. Well, exactly. And... Magic is very much the same. Very much so. It is not as simple as produce the component, say the words, pour the power into it, and then focus the energy through yourself. That's painfully simple. There's more to it. As if that's the most simple thing in the world, but... There is more to it. The conduit for the spell yourself, you, must be a strong foundation to allow the magic to be channeled through you. And I think what they were missing was reinforcing this focus even more than just with dwarven ring magic. This makes very much sense to me. She and moves, with moves regards to your other thoughts and is also kind of like pulls a pencil from behind their ear that definitely wasn't mm. resting on their ear <laughs> and pulls parchment from the inside of the robes and starts scribbling on it as well and adding it to what Spanner's putting down and it's very much kind of more like arcane musings and just generic writings that Spanner can then position and place anywhere she wants or put them off to the side or whatever but if we are Considering a piece of each of you, uh, the, the blood magic would definitely be an intrinsic part of this. There is not necessarily a spell in and of itself, but if it is imbued with the energies of blood magic, a simple droplet of blood from each of you would be enough to provide it with your energy. Yes, I was thinking to make enamels with 
the blood in it and then perhaps use some uh, necromantic energies for some life transference to help seal it all together for that portion. Yes. Excellent. This would work, I think. Yes. This is very exciting. She's just, like, Spader isn't super expressive, but right now it's like grin from cute fuzzy ear to cute fuzzy ear. Her face is flush. She just... <laughs> Just happily scribbling away. As like pushes the, uh, her the dragon no, kind of like glasses up and just keeps. Oh. <laughs> As uh, Simshadow kind of like leans over what you're writing, you can see them like enthusiastically nodding and just. Yes, yes, you are, quite brilliant. Yes, this could work. This, and kind of like pushes a few pieces aside you can see them like they're moving it with the intention of like i will put it straight back afterwards and points to some writing underneath what they've just moved and if i'm not mistaken these are the writings and the musings of the original creators of the rite of sealing and binding yes yes i used that for the basis and and have been building off of it they had very good start the the, the few pieces Excellent. needed to be moved a little bit is you know Yes, of course. Puts the papers back and yes, I could, I could see this, and just, uh, hmm. If you all back, please, and kind of like gestures for you all to step back from the table. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Vera does. Hundred <laughs> percent. Tracing like a finger across all of these like kind of connecting lines and everything between the papers. And you can see almost like a glow starting to form and you spanner, yes, come, come. Yes, yes. This is your great work, and I will allow you to do this. Uh, you've been learning uh, the clockwork magics, yes. Yes, it is very fascinating. Very much a study of time in a way, but also much of that magic works like your creations. Yes. <laughs> Gestures towards Scuttlebutton. So, if we view this, I assume, as somewhat like those gears, they have interlocking parts. Yes, two gears, they interlock together. Yes. And if you follow these lines, and kind of gestures for you to start following what these glowing lines had started tracing. Okay. Yeah. Spinner is a little hesitant at first, but then she'll reach out and start you know, doing the, the same. Mm -hmm. Same thing. And as you do, you can see um, all the kind of like sigils that you'd been kind of mapping out and drawing out throughout your research start glowing the kind of passages and phrases and arcane runes and other languages that had been used for these other magics also start to kind of pick up similar glows and Simshadow like very excitedly on the side and right now you are creating a new glyph 
although you did not know it at the start. And like, you can see as you're kind of following these lines, there is, and you can feel kind of like the magic from you kind of being channeled down your arms as you're following what you're doing and it's your processes, it's your work, and you're just kind of going through what you've made and being like, yeah, so this bit is what links to this bit, which fuses with this, and as like the lines are connecting, you see this enormous sigil almost kind of spanning the entirety of all these scraps of paper, slowly starting to form into one large sigil. Um, yeah, Spanner, her, uh, I guess the glow is like reflecting in her glasses, so you can't even see her eyes at this point. It's just, <laughs> uh, she's all, you know, lit from the, the glow, but she, she just keeps going. Like, it's like she's getting faster as, as, cause she knows exactly where everything goes. So now mm. she's excited that like, there's a reaction happening. And so in her mind, she's like, why, why, what is causing this exactly? And she can feel everything. So there's like mental calculations going on too while she's doing this whole process and she's like getting feverishly excited, which I don't think, I don't think Sim would have ever seen like this level of like enthusiasm <laughs> ever. Just, and um, I don't know, and just, just, I guess she'll just keep going until until something happens. Yeah. I don't know. There is like a solid minute or two of just kind of silence with the kind of underlying sounds of Spanner's spine ticking and probably the odd murmur and mutter here or there. And you guys can see as Simshador on the side is watching very excitedly, watching all of this happen. Um and as this sigil starts to form into one more kind of complete shape, you can see it now kind of almost hovering a centimeter above the paper. Nothing's left the paper, it's all still there, but it almost seems to have lifted itself up. And they just... Much like I said, the spark of a dragon's magic to get something started. Banner, stop! <laughs> and she, like, both hands, like, just, just immediately jerks her hands back and, like, holds them, like, up near her shoulders. It's <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, and did I do? As you do, there is, like, this almost the easiest thing I can kind of liken it to it would be probably, like, a trail of almost, like, kind of sparks and glitter <laughs> in a way. Mm. But kind of, like, Rather than little pieces of glitter, you kind of see faint kind of spectral gears and cogs that look very much like the ones you've been drawing in all of your notes. Not even the ones that are on here, ones that were notes for like Scuttlebutt Mark 1, everything. Mm -hmm. And as your hands lift up, they kind of trail over to this sigil, which lifts up even higher and starts to kind of twist about half a foot off the table and suddenly shrinks to almost about palm size and just floats in between where your hands are currently kind of held up towards your shoulders and Simshador just and you have done it this 
This could be the binding glyph to finish the arcane focus once once it has been reinforced by dragon's breath and dwarven ring once the other magics have been imbued into it i believe this glyph could seal it how well it will hold only time can tell but this will form quite a powerful seal. That's amazing, Spanner. Spanner just like what? turns stiffly like towards everybody and like it's like And you can see this glyph kind of floating around her collarbone level. <laughs> with I we with the bait. Look, guys, we have we have we have look <laughs> She doesn't even know. Good job. Well done, Spanner. And Mira, you helped me too, and with everybody. This is, we're all together. This, this is our glyph, and we've made it. And I guess she'll like stiffly turn back and then like slowly lower her hands back towards the paper to put, put it back. She doesn't really understand. She will understand, yeah. but like at the moment of excitement, she's just like carefully putting it down. Yeah. Um, and as you're lowering it, Simshadow kind of like hurriedly rushes over to the table, pulls a blank piece of parchment out from inside their robes and very delicately kind of maneuvers it under your hands as you're lowering it. And there's a flash as it connects with the parchment and there is almost as if you'd inked it yourself with a quill pen or whatever you want to use perfectly in the center of this parchment. Uh, breaking the silence, Scuttlebutt comes over and <laughs> does his dog thing again to get it. Mine. Up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> most powerful construct in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I am very proud of you, Spanner. And incredible work. Now we can go to the Shade Speak. We can, if we are, if we are all happy and we are all ready. Looks around to everybody else. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm happy. This all seems like it, it uh, worked out really well. I, you did a, ah, you did a great job. <laughs> Maybe we need to take a rest first. <laughs> I just, I just got a little tired. It's a lot of brain work. It just burns a lot of calories. <laughs> think sleep and then we can leave in the morning. Yes, I agree. They, they needed to talk to the others more. It will give them time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. Chuminok, I believe you had other things to attend to. And he just like like gives him like a glare like <laughs> dude. <laughs> I have a feeling I will be having that wrapped up before I shut my eyes tonight. Oh well good, good luck on that. <laughs> um, so, I... Sounds like a really good time. <laughs> I look forward to the results of your discussion and hopefully 
seeing you upon waking. And, uh, Spanner. Yes? When the time comes to use that, simply place the parchment on the focus. Say a command word if you wish, but I don't think it would be necessary. I think simply the will to emblazon it on the focus should be enough. Okay. I don't know, maybe a command word would be nice. Might I recommend... Simshador! <laughs> I, will, I will take this under advisement. <laughs> Excellent. I will report the good news to Zola. <laughs> Not that, the other good news. <laughs> and uh, bid you all good evening. Yes, thank you very much. No. Thank you. That was... Even through my long life, something I've only witnessed a handful of times. So... Thank you. She's just blushing. Well, Even the ear tips are pink. She just... <laughs> uh, I have a horde to attend to, so... I bid you farewell. <laughs> Just out of character. He has a what to attend to? Horde. Horde. Oh, horde. Righto. I thought, wow, this guy's bullshit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this what goes fine. on in the Undercity? Yeah. <laughs> Traditional relationship work just doesn't work for him, man. Yeah. It's all, it's just... Dragons are people, too. <laughs> they have needs. I mean, when you've been along and live as him, like, meaningful connections just yeah. aren't a thing anymore. You can't, you can't form a <laughs> meaningful connection with someone <laughs> so you're going sad. to have. I mean, just the state yeah. of the lady dragons these yeah. days. I mean, ugh. <laughs> I just love the idea that he like tried to hit on TM at once, just once, <laughs> just once. Just one time. Yeah, it's a mistake. You, you see only these make five once. bite marks. <laughs> <laughs> that was from hitting on Tiamat. <laughs> you only make Never. that mistake once. <laughs> Never again. Well, in my case, five times I tried it with each head. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh. <laughs> um, cool. You, I presume, leave Simshador to his hoarding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His dirty, dirty horde. <laughs> um, Unless he's got a spare, like, weapon that he's been sat on for a good long while. Yeah, yeah, yeah if we'll he's got it. anything cool in that he's horde. He's gotta go yeah. reinforce some balls before he visits his horde, okay? Yeah. No! Uh, <laughs> um, as you all exit, it usually wouldn't be noticeable. Kind of like, usually hidden in the shadows of the alleyway across the street, but the little kind of glowing lights that help give light to the town are definitely reflecting off of Honor's armor as he's just kind of stood directly across the way from the house, arms crossed. <laughs> it, uh... 
appears the uh, business has found me. If you'll excuse me, I'll uh, join you all in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> Mira's gonna go in and be like, okay, uh, good luck. And she's gonna pop off one of her fingernails and try to <laughs> shove it into his pocket again. Make a sleight of hand check. I got a two on my perception, so you're Hell solid. Yeah. Unless you get one. an eight! <laughs> <laughs> That weird kind of like Mira watch. goes in for maybe a hug and stumbles. Yeah. yeah. You all watch as Mira literally goes in for this hug and just... Her huh? <laughs> <laughs> really noticeably one hand pulls the fingernail out, the other one reaches around, grabs the fingernail and like loops around Thorgol's arm, slowly places it <laughs> in the pocket. The hand yeah. gets stuck a little bit comes out and you're like, surely he's noticed, and you look up and Thorgol's just staring across the street at Honor. <laughs> Seemingly no idea. Yeah, well, Mira just wanted to make sure that, that Spanner knew that things yeah. were going yeah. according to plan. <laughs> and with the fingernail, uh, you're able to, like, overhear and, like, view and all that stuff, right? As well yeah, as I have to, like, I have to go, um... It's only for remote, I can, remote viewing is, it only lasts for a minute. Um, so I gotta pick a good minute. control of your mind. <laughs> yeah. I can send you like a telepathic message, but I don't want to. Totally uh, fair. I wanna spy on you. I wanna trivia. you. Uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, but she won't, she doesn't, she's not going to tell anybody until after you leave. Oh, yeah, yeah like, I figure, I was asking more out of character. because yeah, like, yeah, Those yeah. of you who saw it, when you then kind of look up at, at Thorgal to be like, how did he not notice this and see he's staring across the street at Honor, you can quite clearly see in Honor's face, he totally saw that and there's just like a raised eyebrow of like, what was that? I wasn't close enough to see what was going Does on. I just saw her Mira? weirdly hug him and reach into his pocket. <laughs> Does he look at Mira? Because if he does, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just this overly yes. animated uh, wink. Yeah, Absolute big, wink. big cartoon wink. Um, <laughs> like giggling you see there's like... There's a, a glint of like recognition in <laughs> Honor's eye, almost like he's been very recently very used to someone doing that sort of shit and giving him those sorts of looks. <laughs> Thinks back to Yuri's pranks and Merry screwing with the guys. <laughs> and then looking at Honor and feel like... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's just kind of silently stood on the other end of the street, very like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, silently stood, just staring you down. Camera on like the low angle on the side, diagonally. <laughs> the like, little lettered characters appearing in the air, the Jojo's music starts playing. <laughs> 
Several crash cream food and water comes out of nowhere. and just gets a load of popcorn yeah. out and just starts sitting on the sidelines. Go on, then. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should. Uh, it leans into Spanner and and Amira. Perhaps we should uh, <clears throat> uh, leave them to it. Yes, absolutely. Mm. It is. It has been it. a. It's been a very long day for us all. I'm sure. I'm so tired, yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's like four in the afternoon. Oh, well, I guess it's bedtime then. <laughs> and the minute they all leave, he kind of walks out to halfway across the street. And. So? <coughs> Good to officially meet you. It's weird seeing you through new eyes instead of your brothers. But I am curious. Your brother's mind was quite strong, so I couldn't peer into it as I could Yuri's. Your brother knew full well what he had with it. I think you know that, right? I refer to the circlet, of course. Strong silent type as always, I see. My question is, if your brother knew what he had and what I was rumored to be, why try to give it to Yuri? Why make sure he got it? He, uh, stomps the rest of the distance toward you and he's like right up in your face and just my brother held that circlet and kept it safe so that it would not fall into the wrong hands my brother was killed by you trying to protect the rest of us my brother gave it to Yurkovich in the hopes that he was one good enough and uncorruptible enough that it might dissuade you, or at the very least, corrupt you, should you attempt to take over. If this has not been the case, and if you are still the same, Thorgol the Fowl. I will not hesitate to put you down right here, right now. You and I both know that time is short. And I won't say I'm not different from my time with you. And now we're re-experiencing this new world hasn't changed me. Also, 
I still feel different somehow in general, like not committed, but I'm sure there's answers will come far from now with other matters are at hand. But I'm just curious how I feel there's other things in play that even brought the circle to your brother's possession. That's all. I... Yurkovich has shown me that being a pawn is not always a good thing. And he places the gauntlet back on your shoulder exactly where he had before. I care not how complete you feel. Your soul was split for a reason. But you say you looked through Yuri's eyes. So you should know exactly what it means if you are branded by me. Should you act without honor, it will be extremely painful for you. Should you betray these new companions of yours, as you did Yuri's, it will be deadly to you. And that is not just for my brother, it's also for Mary. And just pats you on the side of the cheek and turns and starts walking away. You took something from her, but we can get it back, and we can take a whole lot more from you. He calls down as he's leaving. Thorgal will just kind of look at... Does he see, like, any particular brand on the shoulder at all, or just... You well, you have like kind of full armor on, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if I could let them so, on the armor or not. Looking at the armor, there doesn't seem to be any. Okay. I'll just kind of look at it, and and the last call to, as I'm sure, Honor's kind of almost out of range if he hasn't like poofed out, <laughs> teleported out, or whatever. Just go. Always like the righteous to subjugate those with critical thoughts. You'll just turn. You hear in your ear, just kind of almost over your right shoulder. Oh, believe me, if righteousness was involved, there'd be no conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you turn. There is no one there, but you now realize the whole time honor was there like there was an uncomfortable feeling and you just assumed it was honor but you realize now like it was that feeling of being watched but the source of that voice from righteousness is definitely nowhere to be seen gotcha. and honor's already gone right <clears throat> by now yeah he's yeah. walk well he's still walking away i guess Spanner invents a microphone just to run it out there and get there right before that last part <laughs> right. to hand it to Honor just so he can. <laughs> uh, how how long was that whole conversation? Do you think? 
probably like five minutes if that it was mostly just he was silent waiting mm. for Thorgal to finish so he could be real edgy back because <laughs> yeah, he's the cause... edgelord of the seven divine because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think immediately upon like them leaving Bureau's like okay we gotta hurry and like tries to get to her place or to a place where she can go into that trance and mm -hmm. like uh, hear and see everything. Just we gotta hurry. I've got a thing that's gonna be really helpful. Drops unconscious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tra <laughs> Trans on scuttlebutt. Out of game question, naturally. So the mm -hmm. acting without honor thing, I'm assuming it's very much what honor sees as honor, not like, because honor, like acting, in my opinion, acting with honor can be to that person's individual point of view. So I'm assuming it's if I go anything that honor himself would see as dishonorable, correct? <clears throat> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, fair. <laughs> Alright, but Mira. Yes. Sit on scuttlebutt and trance. <laughs> okay, yeah. She's, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna do it. So she does that and just You probably kind of like tune in around the kind of midpoint of the conversation. You said it lasts for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So she doesn't get all well. She gets she gets a little bit, and yeah. relays that to Sam and uh, Spanner, and is like, I um, I don't know what all of this means. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm not really that smart. You, there are different kinds of intelligence. You are emotionally intelligent. Thank you, Spanner. Um, but yeah, I so I don't know what all of it means or anything, but um, I think it's really important for for you to know. And she she looks at Sam when she says that, and she's like, I I know you <laughs> have some reservations. I do too. I'm I I don't know how I feel about our friend. First of all, the two names thing is is just why would he tell you one name and tell me another name? And just, I have, and then the whole thing about like somebody was in the room that one time and there was like a little satyr. Very weird. Mira, I'm would... not saying that I've watched. Yes. <laughs> it's like someone was like, wow, okay, hold on, what the fuck? Hang on, <laughs> Mira. Yeah. Forgive me. I, I it, it has, as I say, it has been quite a day. Oh yeah, it really has. He, he has two names. Let's let's well, start at he, the beginning. Well, when I met him, uh, he told me his name was Thurgol. Thurgol the Fowl. And then he told you your his name was Tuminok. Tuminok Brighthorn, yes. Yeah. Hmm. And then I told you like the little satyr ghost came out of him, right? <laughs> yes, you told Indeed. me these things. Yeah. And uh, there were some. I ha I'd still have some questions about what happened in, in the training ground, and and, f and afterwards our discussion about mentioning, souls and uh, let us let us and he's it like sort of raises a, like a calming hand like mostly to himself. It's like okay, let's. <laughs> I like I want to bash his brains in. However, let's take a moment. <laughs> um, let's let us not judge him. Let us afford him the opportunity to to 
speak and allay our fears. I we must give him the benefit of the doubt. He looks to both of them. Um, that we must give him the benefit of the doubt that he will be able to explain some and hopefully answer some of our questions. If he chooses not to, then I'm sure that further discussions will be needed. But let us not jump to conclusions at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. And, and really, two souls is apparently not that weird because Zola has two and then there are other people here that have two. I think it's kind of normal do, but... in certain places. <sighs> yeah, I, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So that part is actually the least suspicious of all of the things. <laughs> That is that is one less question to yes. seek an answer to. Uh, yeah. That is good, but we. Uh, I agree, it is unsettling. But. But what? What did? What else was there to see? Because I don't think she actually told us yet. Oh, um, yeah, she'll. The part of the. Co- <laughs> she relayed the part of the conversation. <laughs> And now we know. It exited um, my brain! <laughs> it probably have been kind of like around the part of like... Um, like around the... Your brother made sure this circlet got to Yuri kind of bit. And then uh-huh. you killed my brother. You yeah. killed Yuri kind of thing. Yeah, she relays that. That's important. Yeah, so she relays all that, and she's like, "And the little satyr ghost was named Yuri." So there's your connection, right? There is no Pepe Sylvia. (laughs) (laughs) This is unsettling. Perhaps this is not something that should wait. If we are all. In agreement, perhaps this is something that should be done immediately. We should jump him. <laughs> For a moment, someone was like, "Intervention! Yeah, Intervention! Probably, you know. Intervention!" <laughs> let let us find a quiet place away from other prying ears, and let us sit down and have a calm normal conversation. Unless, yeah, I think that's like unless either of you two have... comes in. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, so how about the local sports thunder team? Crashes. Mm. Uh, yes. They're really good at sports. Yeah, I, I hear they won two squiggles to one. Yeah, they mm. did! Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta say, I do love that the point of Semarel's interjection came perfectly at the point of I'm not saying that I watch him sleep, but and she didn't get to finish that sentence. Yeah, she did. I'm not saying that I watch him oh yeah, no, I'll stop talking. <laughs> Thanks for cutting me off. Now I don't have to explain that I don't watch this guy sleep. Yeah, it's not like I've been doing it for ten weeks or anything. <laughs> oh magic. Sorgol. Semarel just looks just flatly at him. Ah, but Chet didn't go as long as I thought. I'm glad. Perhaps if you have a few moments of your precious time to spare, we would like a word. 
<coughs> promised as much, so shall it be. And uh, Thorgal will find the seat that's probably closest and sit down. Feel free to ask, I have... We can get truth here probably, or I can cast Zone of Truth on myself if you would like. You do as you please. Uh, I'll go ahead and cast Zone of Truth on myself, um, just mm-hmm. as a sign of, like, I'm fully, you guys will fully see the casting and everything. Um, just as a kind of like an acknowledgement we're going into some heavy shit. I want you to know you guys can trust me, or at least work with me. <laughs> uh, so. Several <laughs> takes a seat, and once, hopefully, everyone else is settled. <sighs> Forgive me, let's start on the correct foot, shall we? To what name do we address you? Like, like there is like there is a like a stare like dude we are having a fucking chat this is not yeah. this is nothing polite or pleasant we're gonna have manners but like moving forward and and it's very there's a lot of thought behind each word uh, as he speaks uh Moving forward. Tomanak Rightland. I understand that may feel like a false name. I'm assuming you picked up now, Sam, that I'm also done by Thorgol. Thorgol the Foul, yes. That is a name given to me in my past I'm not even sure I can say my best life for it's still this body is not what for easier circumstances we'll say Thorgo looks like he was similar built but by the time he earned the the name of Thorgo the Foul he was solid white with a, you've seen it, I'm sure, when I turn the light and the four horns and the demonic-like tail that appears. That is the true form of Thorgol the Fowl, a, as you can see, that is not this body. The other name, Yuri, who, Mura, you've heard me mention, maybe, I'm not Sure. I met when Yuri. you first met Mura. I'm pretty sure you said call me Yuri before passing you did. out. Okay. And then afterwards went, yep, call me Thorgol. <laughs> that was the body that this used to be. There was something interfering with this body being brought to this plane and why the satyr body did instead and it's all incredibly hazy and essentially there is yuri and thorgal inside the body you see before you 
and forgive me, Yuri is this satyr ghost that has been spoken of. Connor. Right. I feel there is more at the work with deities in the background for this to have happened. I don't know if it has to do with the immortals or the divine or the, the but something doesn't sit to it. I don't know what and this could just be Yuri's influence on Thoros or Thoros' own history with the gods. I'm not sure. I don't know so I will tell you this also that there are times where one or the other may have more influence on the other. That is why in a moment of quiet, I guess you could say, in theater, that I offered myself as the sacrifice or source for the spell is reading the line, one dies, one goes, one gets stronger. Perhaps there is, was some way to quiet one of the souls and maybe undo something that needed to be undone. I... I'm sure we could do that without having to kill you. Yes, I would also... <laughs> that's what you want. Let's not rush him. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's make his own decisions. <laughs> I, I would also like to interject that this is a very important spell and a very important device and trying to manipulate it to solve your own problems is probably not best for the world. And I more saw it as... Each of you only have, as far as I know, one soul inside you, so it's if you happen, if we had to sacrifice one, there'd be definitely, okay, they're dead, they're dead. It was a moment, I think the idea we have is far better, personally. Uh, I just thought that it gave a good chance of us not having to sacrifice anything. It's much like the team of the Keith, I think you have much physical intelligence. She smiles. That's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> worth noting as well, seeing as you heard so much about one, Mira, probably around this point you do notice that around Thorgol's forehead is a circlet, kind of like a simple band with almost like a star made up of two colours, like kind of solid pink and solid black perfectly half and half oh um stay are you sitting down yeah <laughs> okay cool she just stands up and she comes over and this is probably like the first time Mira's really gotten in like anybody's personal bubble and she like taps the circlet right on his forehead and is like so what's this Thorgo and... will actually take it off um he dies Right. Instantly back to a satyr. That's all it took, guys. No. Uh, This is what started it all. At least uh, honor, or as Yuri knew him, uh, Firo. They had met 
under the guise of Hiro and Quijo, who first put Yuri and the other names you've heard, Mary, Ethan, and Gunnark, on the path to fight the Immortals, or at least inform them of fighting the Immortals. I'm not sure how, really, because the mind Thorgo inhabited at first, which was Quijo, was incredibly strong. So there's no memories there to recall. Uh, and Yuri was elsewhere when it happened, but somehow this circlet was on Quijo, who gave it to Firo to make sure to give to Yuri. And Thorgo's soul was attached to the circlet. My my soul, perhaps, I guess, also, I'm, it's weird. That's My Thorgo's soul was split. I don't know how many pieces. Um, long ago. I believe first era, or maybe second era. I don't really know. So, quick question. So, if you so were your to... soul... Uh, yes, oh, it's my so, soul. So, yes, your soul is part of another soul. So, it is just part of a soul? I believe so, yes, there's the... Oh, then see, it would not have worked anyway. You do not have a hold, so we still need, we would need a hold. Mm -hmm. wouldn't, it would have not worked. So, we are good. See, no harm, no foul. <laughs> she checks that off. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, honestly, I'll be honest, I'm trying not to refer to what's in that focus as our soul. Um, <laughs> the so Tumanok and if you were to have sacrificed yourself there is no telling as to which soul would have died or part of soul as we now believe you may well have been I overcome by have... Thorgol the Foul this is true I, I do know from that Mira, the the night you came in, and the soul of Yari was present, talking to Shaxar. Yes, well, somebody. His his true name is Shaxar. Uh, Yari was under the guise of thinking he was called the Revelry King. Yes. Yes. Yes a deity under false guise, under false pretenses, toying with a mortal, you know, as they are known to do, uh, admitted that the piece of the soul in the circlet was much stronger than he had understood. Plus, then, Mira, the shield that you gave me in the desert uh, also had a soul fragment in it. Now, I, as far as I know, I think Yuri is more complete than Thorgal. But Thorgal was incredibly strong, and I mean, there's a reason his soul is split, I'm sure. So yes, I don't know who would have won, and like I said, I think we 
glue solution is far better. I, I should also... Well, go on. Oh, go ahead, Sam. No, go ahead. I, I should also have caveated this discussion, first of all, Tumanok, with I apologise that we eavesdropped on your conversation. It is not proper of us, and it was not right of us to do so. But you can understand our need for answers. I can only hope that you will forgive us. We have come here with <clears throat> good intentions to simply seek answers. We have given you the benefit of the doubt. We have not rushed or jumped to any conclusions about what has been heard and what has been said to us. But you, there was mention of you killing someone's brother. Would you care to elaborate on that? And there's he'll, he kind of closes his eyes a little bit, and just uh, out of character. What we heard was he killed. Righteousness, his brother? Honor's brother. Uh, Honor's brother, brother. that's it. That's it, yeah. Um, Can I, Mitch, uh, make Mm -hmm. a history check to kind of see how well Thorgal's soul kind of can recall that moment of when, like, the Mind Flayer and all that stuff? Sure. Uh, And I'll use knowledge from a past life, Mm -hmm. which will let me add a d6 Oh, motherfucking Jesus. Oh, no. It's a two mi- plus a minus negative one. <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
the way that you I've spent weeks seeing you in the training ground and there are a lot of similarities that I reckon recognize that were taught to me by my weapons master many years ago I recognize some of your magic such as the one that is uh, the one that you have willingly cast on yourself you know very much my pillars of my devotion to Kahir. What are yours? I was wondering when this question was going to come. Um, I have given you plenty of time to come to them freely. You have... I have not pride. <clears throat> I have led by example. <laughs> this is gonna by be good. By the way, Mira's still standing like directly in front of him, holding that. He didn't take the circlet, did he? No, he I, st- it back. I still have it in my hand. Okay, she's just still standing in front of him, like ready, almost ready to grab it if she needs to. Okay, so Thorbo takes a long, or Tomona takes a long pause. And closes his eyes, and the tenets that Thorval follows are blood, pain, chaos. Blood is And he closes his eyes more and thinks. And you see his hands kind of tense up a little bit. Relish in violence, inflicting damage whenever and however possible. Pain, delight in causing not only physical, but also mental anguish. Chaos, disorder and turmoil shall rain. And you see Tomanok kind of open his eyes a little bit. But those don't fit what I personally feel. You as Tuminok, yes? As whatever... Yes. See Samuel's grip on his fucking like his hand is like on the hilt yeah. of his morning star. Oh, yeah. It is twitching. And what does Tumanak have for tenants? She kind of raises an eyebrow at tenants. <laughs> like these, these so right like, yeah, good one. Like, yeah. Tenants. I've never thought of it. Could yeah. you now, please? It is very important. <laughs> Yeah. You have 30 seconds. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere else just there on the other end of the table, like, have you considered letting the light appear? <laughs> the wash away your life. Um, Bathe in his light. And he kind of closes his Let eyes. Let enter you. <laughs> his eyes again. And uh, it'll probably be noted too, as uh, 
Tomonaka's reciting those, there are probably hints of the dread form just kind of not like trying to come forth, like trying to use it, but it was kind of little patches here and there would probably happen and zoom back while he was saying them. Um, um, Samuel, uh, if I may, upon seeing those, um, Samuel just waves a hand towards Spanner and casts Sanctuary. Uh, and now that he's, you know, now he's thinking about his own actual tenants. He's closing his eyes. You don't see uh, any change, and he's saying that I don't feel the rage and anguish that Thorgal feels. I don't feel the youthful optimism that Yuri felt. They both have been wrong. Thorgal's home taken from him. Yuri exiled from his home. I do hope you're not trying to justify such evil words. Are you, Tumanok? No, I'm trying to understand more than anything. Because I feel anger for both Yuri and Thorgal, as I think it's justified if something was taken from you or if you were exiled from a place. I think it is a healthy feeling to be angry, but anger used in unhealthy ways can obviously lead to one extreme or the other. I think... Tumanok, I will leave you in no uncertain terms as to my thoughts and feelings. If you raise a hand to Spanner, to Mura, or to myself, I promise you with every fibre of my being, it will be the last mistake that you make. It is only because I am willing to forgive that you are allowed to breathe in this moment. And you can see like his jaw working overtime. He's clenching. He's furious. I can. I love you. He doesn't. <laughs> I can assure you. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that. Uh, and I'll and Thor, uh, Tom and I will look at their shoulder. Um, and this time, in fact, work on taking off the palindrome that he does have on his shoulder. Um, to mm-hmm. see if there's any visible brand. You, uh, you take off the pauldron. Um, there's nothing on the shirt underneath, so I assume you move the shirt. Yeah. Are you just looking for yourself, or are you kind of like I'm displaying doing it to, to see the table? if there is something I want to make sure they can see it. You can all see, almost like he's been branded by like a cattle iron, almost. Yeah. It would be appropriate. Is that Exactly. Somewhat familiar circle with a seven-pointed star in the center. 
like it's been seared into the flesh. All the hair around it is a little bit singed. Or fur. <laughs> uh, Samuel would know what this star symbolizes, relates to. It's the same as the star that you guys saw moments before six of the seven divine appeared. Yeah. And it's on the exact shoulder in the exact place where you saw Honor put his hand. Oh, so, okay, allow, forgive Lawrence. It's a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing for us. <laughs> he has an intelligence uh, of 11, mine's not much better. Uh, he shows him <laughs> the one known as Honor. Well, made also similar feelings about Thorval put a deterrent in place should Thorval decide to try anything. You see, Samrel, just a just a touch, just visibly, just relax, just like kind of stand down, just okay. And Spanner will move over close to closer to Sam. Because I think we're all sitting, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Mira's not standing in front of him. But she's in his face. Not on his, like, Spainer would never sit on his sword side, because that's, she would know. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. So, on, on the other side, she'd yeah. just sort of, like, scoot closer. Not enough to, like, inhibit his movement, but just, you know, that supportive, like, I know your, your body language, and also you did just make a threat, so I feel like I she knows that you're upset so she scooches and i kind of feel like as well given kind of proximity to mura thorgol can probably feel i'd imagine any like moisture in the air surrounding mura is like almost kind of swarming around yeah like how you kind of see almost like a hurricane forming yeah. But like, she... there's nothing visibly happening. You can just kind of feel it. The shutters are starting to shake. Yeah. She's so angry. She's just been like staring you down the whole time. If you, if just if it's a if lightning in... behind the eyes. Yeah, there's this intensity that hasn't been really seen I by think... her. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. She's just. She just is, oh, I think, waiting for an opportunity <laughs> to bring down to, the lightning. <laughs> to, to speak, yeah, um, and yeah, if 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 now's the time, she just like kind of narrows her eyes a little and is like, using losing everything as an excuse to bring pain in this way to people is ludicrous it's 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 disgusting i lost everything too okay and that i don't bring pain to people like this you can't you no it's not I don't accept it. And she reaches out and puts her hand on the, the burn mark and she's gonna cast Shocking Grass. She's very mad at you. Um. Okay. Is that- It's like almost a reflex. Is that a save from Bogle or is it a roll to hit? It's a, it, it's a roll to hit. So it was a 17. 
probably. Yeah, that will that will definitely hit. Oh. Well, you're you're touching the unexposed <laughs> skin, like so. No armor. Oh yeah, she and, she is. And you um, won't have a shield up or anything, so that's a minus thing. Oh, that's a good stuff. fourteen points of damage. Oh. This is pretty hefty for a cantrip. Oh um, shit! <laughs> you better have those tenets ready. <laughs> I do. I figured it out. She. Like, yeah, she's absolutely boiling. The water around her that usually, like, is in... She just looks uh, humid, almost. Like, there's just, like... The storm is definitely coming. What, uh... Does the shock... Re not rekindle or anything. Uh, what's the word? Bring Ignite? any sort of Mitch. Does the shock bring any sort of memory, possibly, that Thorgal might have been responsible for Nero losing everything? <laughs> no. okay, okay. You're gonna have to worry well, about a yeah. lot more. I'm just, I'm just making sure it's not some weird, weird connection there. Someone's about to form a U-turn. Um, <laughs> As as the shot kind of finishes. <clears throat> For the first time ever, Simril would probably have just straight up thrown the Morning Star across the yeah. table. <laughs> Heavy breaths. That I understand your anger, Nyora, but the body you see before you didn't do those things. I know, but I don't think that using it as an excuse to cover for your tenants of blood and mental anguish and physical pain. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Your, she backs up. Your body is not who you are. It does not matter if this is new body or old body, what this body did or did not do. I could be put in a new body and I would still be me, even if that body did nothing I have ever done. It is not about your body. I understand. When trying to say that it feels like Yuri and Thorgal are fighting each other, or not even fighting each other, and not maybe fighting stuff for control of this body of who I am but I think what calls to me to action now is an on a way to honor those that came before the ones that have been wrong but not in a violent way in a way of forgiveness. I want to make sure the light stays strong uh, that people who may have been exiled in the past or been kicked out of their homes that their lights and their story isn't forgotten and that the true history of, is known. I will shelter that and preserve it and be the light that it needs 
which I would like to see about changing to the Oath of the Ancients. Okay. Um, it definitely wouldn't be right now, yeah. an instant. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, I think that's what Tomanok is wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Mira, I... Okay. I, I, it raises a, a, a gentle hand. I do not know what... what your past means to you. I do not know what has happened to you. I understand that you have anger and I dare say hatred. Please correct me if I'm wrong towards Tumanok. But please, let us let us discuss this. Let us not harm each other. We have to work together. We have all contributed something to try and stop the immortals to save the world. We cannot do that as individuals. We must do that together. I only ask that you just take a moment. And it's just like at, at the beat, as soon as he's like, right, it's Mira, and Mira, it's okay. We'll we'll talk about this. Please don't fucking hurt him. <laughs> right, you. <laughs> you do not have to use that that pain, that that anger at your past. It does not have to to lead you down a dark path. Serve as a beacon to those like Mura, those like your kin, your friends, your family, who are who others who you do not even know, who have been through what you've been through, who have been through worse. Show them that there is hope, that there is... I do not want to call it light. I do not want to dissuade you. I know, do not read too much into that statement. It is just... It can not... It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Channel it. Use that on those who would do that harm to others. I will walk by your side. And he, he it, like, Semerel stands and, like, as a handshake, offers it to Tuminok. I will stand by your side. You will... You will have my shield. I will... I will aid you. As I do, Spanner. As I will, Mura. No question. As long as you... You have to stray from this path. It is not something I would normally ask. You are starting down a path. That is your route to walk. But this cannot end well for anybody near you. Anybody around you. Us. I do not wish to raise my morning star to you in anger. Accept my hand, and you will have my aid, but on your promise. And he will, he'll just stand there, like awkward silence be fucked, he will stand there with his hand outstretched. Thorgo will take a moment to kind of look at each of you. Eyes probably linger a little longer, longer on Mira. <laughs> just just after that written display. Not but not out of anger or anything. And he'll stand very slowly.
and reach out and grab the Semrel's wrist. The moment that there's physical contact, Semrel casts Cure Wounds on him. Five points of healing. Better than nothing. <laughs> the seared handprint of Mura <laughs> starts to just kind of slowly fade a little bit. Not completely, but enough that it's not painful to move. So, uh, also, as their hands go to, like, they're doing the, the man shake, the wrist thing, um, from on the other side of the table, there is the audible sound of, like, metal plates moving. And you can, if you look over, Scuttlebutt is retracting a cannon from its back. And then closing, and uh, Spanner just like, like gives it like a little Amazing. like shake. Yes. There was some research I was trying to do uh, that I was unfruitful on, but maybe Spanner, you might know of books or perhaps come across something. Any way to essentially re it, I and he's gonna say look at like Sam in the eyes and like big eyes like what I'm gonna sound I understand what I'm about to say is gonna sound evil as shit again but let me get all the sentence out like in his eyes I was trying to find out how to reforge souls with the premise of maybe joining Thorgold and Yuri together to feel complete, to make this body my own and not have this war inside anymore. I don't, and that, I don't know if there's any hint of that anywhere. Uh, what does Yuri want? It sounds like he yeah. wants his body back, if he is worrying for it. And Thor, uh, Tomahawk kind of closes his eyes. And after a moment, you watch as this kind of ethereal light kind of begins to pulse from Tomahawk's chest as slowly this little ghosty satyr boy pops out. You know, if you're gonna talk about me, I should probably be here. The clicking sounds start up again. And there's <laughs> a, a cannon. Oh, Mary would have liked you. You, oh, I love, is that, oh, I, I come in peace, I'm just a ghost, like, I can literally not harm you, like. Okay, this, I, okay, we will get down to just business. I like numbers, numbers are easy. So, you have one part of soul, 100% of another soul, and they need to go into the same cup. There is going to be loss. What part of you would you like to lose to be part, to be merged with <laughs> this other soul? Because there, there will be a part of you that oh will be gone. Gosh. Oh man, you're so much like Mary, it's a mind blow. Anyway, uh, so, I am okay joining with Thorgo. I've been trying to keep 
the stronger part that way, which I think I've been doing. And if there's more soul of me complete, that means I can... The weaker parts of me, I'm willing to give away. My strength, for instance, is weaker. My mental fortitude is a little stronger than Thorvald's. But this... Only marginally. <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> hey, marginally is all it takes. But... Yeah. I know the light that I brought upon this world uh, through my actions, through Mary, through Gunnar, through Ethan, have been a force of good. And this body you see before you, not the Sator ghost one, but this one, I think was what I was intended to look like without the gods' interference. If Shaxar hadn't stepped in to, as he put it, try to play a joke, I think this would have been the Yuri, or not even Yuri, the Tomanok would have been who the world knew. But in the world would not have the light that you said Yuri brought, so it is good thing you were you, and losing you too. You know, our weaknesses are what make us who we are. I would not be very smart if I was also very strong, because I would not, I would be fighting instead of thinking. I definitely agree with you. Uh, it's more of weak in the sense of not being able to fully help those who needed it. And that is why I foolishly did dishonorable things in the falseness of the falseness of trying to protect and get the strength to protect my friends. It was a youthful mistake. So just to clarify what she's doing, she's not being like super insightful. She has her book open again. And these are actually like like interview type questions to like figure <laughs> out how you would parcel out a soul. So she's yeah. just so we're not thinking she's being like super deep here. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is like a medical yeah. exam. No, I figured always researching. Okay. <laughs> I would if the memories of myself, but the if the memories were to go along with Thorvald's memories, but the emotions between behind the memories were to stay, and a new, because of the sense it would be new, I assume, I don't know, it's really weird to be an ethereal being, I'm just saying, it's really fucking weird. But I think if the emotions and the thoughts that were behind those actions stay, from Yuri, for myself particularly, I think would be the best way to go forth. I, am willing to join with Thorgal to bring myself peace and possibly Thorgal peace as well. She snaps her book shut. Okay, if I figure it out, I will let you know. Well, thank you for that, tiny goat, goat stranger. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know where I stand, Chumanok. I will fight to my last breath to defend Spanner and Mira and myself. If I have any 
any doubt in my mind that I have to raise my arm against yours, I shall do. It is not one I do willingly, but it's one I do to protect those near me. However, as I have said to many people who have dared cross my path, justice is for me to hand out, but forgiveness is for the gods. It is not my place, but I can consider a clean slate, but know that I will be watching your every movement. I will afford you the rope. And he just lets that hang, that sentence hang in the air. <laughs> ah. Obviously, the sort of you know, ethereal theory's been back in Thorgal. Yeah, Samurai cast turn undead. Get away. <laughs> <laughs> once, once, uh, once Spanner said, like, I'll, if anything comes of it, obviously, and he kind of nodded and went in. Uh, Tomino just not letting go of your wrist. Just, and you feel him kind of grasp it a little firmer, just uh, of acknowledgement. I've. In the short time that I've been journeying with the three of you, I get the sense of belonging that Yuri felt with the three he traveled with. So thank you for for that. Even now with the truth and emotions, what they are, it still bears true. And like I said, with, with this, you don't. And of my own sound mind, I don't plan to raise a hand to them. Or others, I don't deserve it. Then, if we are all in agreement, for now, until we have to, and I pray to Kahir that it does not need it, but if we have to revisit any of this, it will be the last discussion we have. However, if we are all in agreement, we can draw a line under it, we'll move on. Tomorrow dawns a new day. And he does he did a little half smirk. <laughs> the past is in the past. Let it stay there. And he looks. He looks around. He looks it like it's. It's. He's suddenly realizing that maybe he's kind of been talking a lot, but he feels very strongly <laughs> about this. Um, it looks to Mira and to Spanner for like kind of like. Are we cool with this? Yes, I am. I'm. I agree with you. I'm willing to. I'm willing to move forward. Spanner? Uh, she just, she gives a little bitty shrug. I am always with you, so yes. Thank you, Spanner. Then, Chirinok, if there is nothing more, perhaps, perhaps we should all rest and await tomorrow. I don't doubt we'll need it. Let's hope we can get some good rest. I think the biggest fight 
any of us are going to experience is about to be on the horizon for sure. We need to know that we can trust each other, trust those that we stand beside. We cannot have doubt, we cannot have uncertainty. It is a, a gaping hole in our armour that cannot be allowed to spread. There's an old saying from Wildthorn. On the battlefield, our roots to each other is what will win the fight. Samurai gives a knowing nod. Yeah. Sounds like some paladin bullshit. <laughs> does. Totally does. How do you? Yeah. Yeah. Steps. You can see oh, Spanner is like analyzing that that statement and just just like that doesn't that's not. Like, we don't have roots. Okay. We're not trees. What the fuck? Is he a druid? How are, how are the roots fight? Like what? <laughs> Mira has math signs like floating around her head. She can't I still thought you said math signs for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no. And we've come full circle. Wrong. No, that's the boy magic. She doesn't study that. So, yeah, different magic. Someone offers to it sort of pushes back his chair, puts it back under the table and, and offers to escort Spanner back to their room. Yep. Yeah. On the way, she's... Yeah. We had a very big day. You got to meet some divine people and I made magic stuff. And then the rest was also weird, but it was good. You're right. It's, it's, it's been quite a day. You've... You never cease to amaze me. You've done wonders once more. I, any, any time I watch you work, it's it's wonderful. It's intriguing. It's fascinating. And I'm I'm glad to know you, Spanner. I am also glad to know you, and I think we should celebrate. I think you're right. I think, I think, I think even this time. I will drink. Oh, I was not talking about a drink. And then she goes into the room. So dashes. Is this a fade to black moment, eh? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, for uh, Tomonok will just kind of look at Mira for a sec. And as he turns to leave, we'll kind of stop and do a quarter turn and over his shoulder just I'm truly sorry for what you may have lost, what you have lost. I, and if there is any way after our current endeavor to help you reconcile with what you've lost, I'm here to help. Mm. Good night, Mira. Good night. Don't, don't touch any of my stuff. <laughs> right as he walks through some more hanging stuff in the hallway. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She probably just like deflates as everybody kind of leaves, takes all of her stuff and goes to her room and cries. <laughs> it's very very emotionally intense for her. She's very sad and 
cries herself to sleep, probably. Aw, poor lady. And with that, with everyone heading to their respective rooms, Semarel and Spanner for celebration, Tomanok for contemplation, and Mura for a lot of crying. <laughs> we'll end the session there. <laughs>